Hi, friends, and welcome back to the sesh. I am Kendall Ray. And I am Janelle. And I am back. Yes, back from the dead. Ba- you went oh, down pretty literally. hard. Um, yeah, it was not good. I was very unwell. No, I feel no. bad. No, seriously, I felt really bad for you. It, it really horrible. sucked. Yeah, it was really shitty. Um, literally. Like, it was really shit. <laughs> yeah, you had to go to the urgent care. That's when you know it's bad. Yeah, I was not doing good. And then they were like, maybe you have an infection. Mm. I, I won't go into details, worried. but they like test my urine, found some white blood cells. Maybe we'll go to the details. But I'm like, so basically yeah. went to the urgent care, peed in a cup. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're like, maybe you have an infection, but we're not going to treat it because antibiotics will make you throw up more. So I never knew that. They're like, hang out and feel better. I was like, sick. Yeah, and eventually, I mean, what, probably lasted like four days. Yeah, but yeah, I'm doing a lot better now. Thank God. Yeah. I was hurting. That would have sucked. I was so sad, you guys. The worst thing about it was on Sunday, I was feeling weird all day, but I was okay. And then I was like really hungry. So I ate a huge thing of sushi and I threw it up an hour later, like projectile. What's the word? (laughs) Projectile. Yeah, the sushi. Oh, I was just so no. worried that I would get an aversion to sushi. But all is well. I ate sushi on Saturday. And you don't think it was the sushi that I made you sick? No, because I was feeling weird before I ate the sushi. Mm, just uh, sent you over the edge. But I think just like having a big meal. And then I think my stomach was like, are you not listening to us, bitch? Like, do, yeah. all right, game on. Yeah. And then it went really <laughs> down. Of course, you chose sushi of yeah. all the things. Oh, I was so sad. I was sitting there like, yeah, I was feeling really sick and uh all of a sudden i got this huge wave of nausea and the only thing i cared about was the fact that i was about to throw up sushi because my biggest fear was getting an aversion to sushi and not wanting it anymore Uh, i have to say i've you know thrown up sushi a few times not to really gross you guys out as soon as you start (laughs) show. we're really really apologize here (laughs) but we're keeping it real um yeah i've thrown up sushi a few times like when i've drank and had sushi in the past in college Mm -hmm. but i've never given up on sushi no Mm -hmm. but sometimes like like, for instance, cornbread or jelly bellies. I've thrown up those before oh, yeah. from eating too many, and then I have an aversion to them, and now I want nothing to do with either of them. You threw up jelly bellies like 20 years know, ago, and you're still the, upset about And the cornbread, dude. The cornbread was all like cornbread. cornbread is just disgusting. I in used general. to love it, but now yeah. I'm like, disgusting. So that's one thing we can agree on. I hate cornbread. Yeah, it's terrible. But I'm feeling a lot better. <laughs> Thank Gord. I yeah. was really sad to um, miss out on the recording, though. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. How was the first recording by yourself? I think it was pretty good. I think I did yeah. uh, all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's good. I it's definitely not it. the same without you, though. I know it's weird. It's a lot easier with you here. It's harder because you when you're. When there's two people, you'll be saying a sentence, but you can kind of, mm. you know, count on the fact that that other person will pick up where you left off or, you yeah. know, it's less pressure to keep it going constantly. You but can when avoid the, only the dead one air. Here, exactly. Sometimes I'll say something and then it'll just like taper off. I'm like, well, anyways. anyways yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, I was pretty nervous to do it, but I was like, Janelle did this for like two months, so I should be able to get through an episode <laughs> by myself. And we had fun. It was good. Yeah. I love Am I the Asshole. Me too. It's just such a good time. Mm, yes, for sure. Yeah, I was sad you missed out on those because I would have loved to know your opinion on some of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys had a lot of opinions last mm-hmm. time along with us. I always love, love reading your thoughts. Yes. Anyway, we've got a packed show for you guys filled yeah. with spicy topics. Very spicy. A lot of things going on right mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. that we want to touch on. Yeah. We still have no gavel. How sad. Can we throw this out? Uh, yeah, I guess we can. I guess can we you can glue try gl- foam. Yeah, you can glue foam. Yeah, maybe we can just glue her. Okay. 
But you'll probably break it again. I'll take her home. Super glue. Yeah, I'll probably break her again. I'll take her home. I'll yeah, glue her if up. anyone can fix it, Corelli can. Should we just jump right in here, you guys? Yeah, let's jump in because we have some pretty big topics to talk mm. about. Mm. Well, first of all, <sighs> we got to talk about Twitter. The whole platform is on fire. Literally on fire. It's really bad, it's you guys. On fire. I'm so done with Twitter and have been for oh, really? a couple of months now. Oh, yeah. see, I love Twitter. Really? Yeah, I feel like it's where all the pieces of shit hang out. I feel like at home there, whereas Instagram's like, my life is so good. Look at my aesthetic. And no, then on Twitter, it's like, everything's fucked and I'm dying, but it, let's laugh along together. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter can just be so toxic. See, I, mean, I don't get that really? on Twitter. No. Mm, I do. Do people come out like toxic towards you on Twitter or yeah, just they like have in general? Been, but just in, in general, people will mm. fight with each other on my tweets oh, and I get their notifications of them fighting about yeah. something stupid and it's just, it's annoying. So true. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of over it. It's, I used to use it a lot for, you know, petitions and things that needed awareness mm -hmm. and sometimes that works, but people don't retweet that kind of stuff as much anymore. Mm -hmm. I've found, so it's not really as much of a useful tool for me as a content creator in the true crime space. And I just, I don't know, I'll get on there and see, you know, the ones that it serves me first are normally pretty funny. Yeah. Get some LOLs, but yeah. I have to limit my time on there. I used to hang out on there way too much. So right. really pulled back. And I think now I'm kind of done with it because Elon Musk Ugh. is our Twitter overlord. <laughs> and it is very depressing. No, literally. <laughs> what the fuck uh, is going on? So if you've been following my Heart Media shows for a while, you know that me, Josh and Janelle were... Like Loki stands. Dude, we were. Like, cringe to admit, but I was like up You're Elon Sims. <laughs> yeah, we were. Literally. We thought he was so interesting. And especially when he started talking a lot about the simulation theory, mm -hmm. that was something that always, I don't know, what he had to say on it was so captivating mm -hmm. that I just thought he was a genius. And I mean, he's a really smart guy, obviously. Yeah, I would still say he's a genius. Uh, maybe an evil genius. Yeah. Now. I was going to say genius is maybe not a positive thing but just like he's extremely fucking smart yeah i mean the concepts he comes up with spacex mm -hmm. tesla i mean you got to give it to him like the dude's fucking yeah very smart. got a zillion very ideas successful. moving a million miles an hour but he's just taken it all in the wrong direction it's been so disappointing to watch unfold i mean yeah. he used to seem like a real force for humanity and cared yes. about the people and you know now he still says that and he's like power to the people free speech but i don't know not. how much yeah, it seems like he's more just about his reputation, yeah. his attention, and, you know, he's like this giant troll now. It's just like <sighs> the amount of time this dude spends on Twitter, like, don't you have more important shit Reminds to do? Go build a rocket. <laughs> what are you doing? Seriously. <laughs> I mean, he used to not spend all this time on social media. Now he's just, I just picture him in his mansion sitting there on his fucking phone. Did you know that he his house doesn't even, he doesn't even own a house first off, and his house is tiny. Oh, I do remember that. Really? Yeah, I'm he pretty doesn't sure. own any. I don't think mm. he owns any real estate. Weird. That's what John told me. I don't well, know for sure. Anyway, he has completed a 44 billion dollar deal to own Twitter, and he is our Twitter master now. <laughs> Twitter master. Yep. And uh, just about a million users have deactivated their Twitter accounts between October 27th and November 1st, mm -hmm. and half a million counts on top of that have been suspended so womp womp. yeah things are quite controversial there right now yeah people were pissed mm -hmm. they like straight up were like okay bye what a stupid thing for him to spend his money on there's so many other things 
There was a lawsuit in Delaware. It says if Twitter's lawsuit in Delaware succeeded, Musk would have been forced to complete a $44 billion offer to buy the social media company. Um, and this was, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was forced to buy Twitter. Because he wanted to pull out of the deal completely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at one point it looked like it wasn't going to go through, and I was really excited about that. And then, yeah, now mm-hmm. we're stuck with this situation. Mm-hmm. On October 31st, Halloween, Elon Musk gave his employees their first ultimatum. To meet his deadline to introduce paid verification on Twitter or pack the fuck up and get out of here. <laughs> There's already Twitter blue. Yeah. Right? That's $4.99, $4.99 a, month. a month. And that unlocks additional features. Who is paying for that? Dude, Who I don't wants know. what? Because that's been a, around for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um so yeah, this this paid subscription. And you also can get verified through that. And um, I think you have less ads. Oh, it's like ad on, free Twitter, mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. How hard is it to scroll past a little? That's what I don't tweet. really understand. I feel like I don't really get ads. It's not worth that the money. Me. So now he wants to charge what eight dollars? Mm-hmm. Keeps tweeting about how he wants to charge eight bucks for the blue check. So if you're not on Twitter, I'm sure you know about verification from somewhere. It's pretty much on every platform. But if you are some type of public figure, or you have a following. You can sometimes get, or if you're an author, there's many different reasons that people can be verified. Journalists, politicians. Like, yeah. yeah. I just finally got my blue check this year. I was going to say. now I'm going to have to start paying for it. Yeah. Fuck that. Which we can talk about this in a sec, but like, what's the point of paying for it if everyone else can get it too? I know. Like, exactly. Can, yeah. I'll get into that in a sec, but. Uh, yeah. It's it's very frustrating. Well, originally they were going to charge 20 bucks, 19.99. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. I know. <laughs> It is. I could not even imagine. I know. And I thought the point of verification was to make it so people know that it's you. It is. So that spam accounts and parody accounts don't confuse users. So mm-hmm. why, if anyone can... So someone could make a Kendall Ray account. Verify or, themselves. Yeah, and then verify it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fucking... to be you. So now it yeah. takes the, I guess quote-unquote status of being verified away because now that anyone can be verified what's the point of even being verified that's so crazy so verified users have 90 days to subscribe or lose your blue check mark <laughs> wild take it away from me i'm done with twitter i think really i just uh, i don't really find much use for it sometimes i make up a, a little tweet you know start yeah. typing it out and then and i'm like it. i don't want to even post this oh shit because someone's gonna take it the wrong way it's so toxic i just never know you ever start tweeting something and then you're like mm, that's better left in my head yes <laughs> all the time all the time i've done that before with the draft <sighs> or you like a tweet and you're like mm, that's not a good look <laughs> yeah oh definitely definitely so they will have in addition to the blue check if you are a twitter blue subscriber you also have priority in the replies and search to defeat spam, as well as the ability to post long videos and audio. Hmm. I mean, and you get less ads. I feel like that's kind of worth it if you're specific, like if you're using it for a specific reason to where I'm trying to think of what would be the reason where you'd want to post a long video. Maybe if you're a journalist or something or a, or a podcaster, maybe, and you want to be able to post longer than, what is it, like 90 second, 120 second clips or something like that? Yeah, I guess that's kind of nice. And I am a podcaster, so maybe I should. I don't I don't know. This just seems like such a waste of money. So well, you're not the only one who thinks that. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, who wants to pay for that? We're paying enough subscriptions for everything nowadays. I do pay for YouTube Red, and I find that that's very worth it because mm. you don't get the ads 
you can download videos. That's, that's nice. That's the feature I like the most. But the, it's expensive. I think it's now, it was under 10 bucks when I first started using it. I think it's now like 15. What? Yeah. For one month? I'm pretty sure it's $14.99 a month that I get billed. Oh, shit. I know. I'm almost like, is that even worth it I anymore? refuse to buy YouTube Red. Or wait, is YouTube Red? <laughs> yeah. That is what it's called, right? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of worth it. I have it, and I honestly love it. Um, Hell no. It is nice. I just don't like nice. the ads. I I, I hate the ads, mm-hmm. too, but... And being able to download something. I mean, YouTube is right. like you are watching videos on there. So it's yes. like the fact that you can download it. But with Twitter, what do you do? Mm-hmm. You pay so you can have a blue check mark. Like it, yeah. it makes no sense to me. And like he, they're saying um, priority in the replies. So when right. there's a viral tweet, maybe your tweet underneath it will go more viral because it's higher up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's just stupid. So everyone who's paying for it gets the better use out of it. So, so why would anyone else want to be on it? Unless you're paying for it. So you're basically paying for popularity. So someone should just start a new free Twitter. That's way better. <laughs> Call it free Twitter. Elon. This free is Twitter. Elon's Twitter. We need free Twitter. Okay, let's start free Twitter. <laughs> Kendall so and Janelle. S- Stephen King, who's a big tweeter himself, chimed in and said, $20 a month to keep my blue check? Fuck that. They should pay me. That's honestly true. Celebrities and stuff should be paid to be on there. I know. It's so <laughs> weird to me. Or like uh, news accounts i don't know you would think like really big accounts like that i like this little follow-up too he says if that gets instituted i'm gone like enron (laughs) good one steven we love it then elon replied directly to him and said we need to pay the bills somehow twitter cannot rely entirely on advertisers how about eight bucks but i don't think like that doesn't make sense because you can use youtube for free and This is how you get money is by running ads. That's how YouTube's making money. Obviously, Mm -hmm. they're making some money from people like you who are paying for the subscription. But overall, they're making money off of running ads. Like that's how social media works. That's how Instagram is making money. That's how TikTok makes money. Steven also followed up and said, it ain't the money. It's the principle of the thing, which I agree. That's a big part of it, too. So Elon responded to that and said, Twitter's current lords and peasants system for who has and doesn't have a blue check mark is bullshit. Power to the people, blue for $8 a month. Check he's trying to be like, saying, give it back to the people. Yeah, it's if like, you want it, you, he's basically saying like, you shouldn't have to have some type of bigger following in order to be, I guess, taken seriously on Twitter. You know, anyone, it should be an equal playing field that mm. no matter if you're a, a-list celebrity or some random with 15 followers if you're paying the five bucks or the eight bucks then it's equal playing field but is it though because i mean i mean if you if you can afford the 20 dollars a month if you can't then i mean it's the same or sorry yeah if if you can't then you're on the same boat as you were before you know what i mean yeah Mm -hmm. and especially given elon musk's network i just looked it up he's Mm -hmm. worth uh 208.3 billion he's the richest man in the world so he's the richest person Theoretically, he can literally pay for all of us to have fucking. <laughs> could you imagine? He's Twitter. like, don't worry, boys and girls. He could pay for everyone to have food, more importantly. Oh, would be a better use of his money. <laughs> literally. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it's more of a how am I going to actually profit off of this platform now that I own this extremely expensive mm-hmm. platform that mm-hmm. I just shelled out $44 billion for. <laughs> so, yeah. Grey's Anatomy creator Shonda Rhimes is hightailing it out of there. 
She is going to quit the platform now that it's owned by Elon Musk. She tweeted to her nearly 2 million followers on Saturday, and that's was right after the deal became official and Elon is now the overlord. <laughs> Not hanging around for whatever Elon has planned by. <laughs> that's kind of how I feel, too. I just don't... Mm. So employees that are working on the new project were told on Halloween that they need to meet the deadline of November 7th, which will have already passed when this episode goes up Mm -hmm. to launch this new feature or they will be fired. Elon sent this email to his 7,500 employees on November 3rd. Yeah, so gave them literally no fucking heads up, basically. Very bossy. Very very bossy. Dictatory. There's no time to like put this into place. I mean, they literally had like six days or something. That's so cool. Which is why... People were sleeping at Twitter headquarters. That's so insane. That's insane. To meet the deadlines. Why does he have to do this all so fast? This just went through. I don't know. Take a chill, man. <laughs> and celebrate your purchase for a sec before you're already demanding people do things. Go get dinner or something. I don't know. <laughs> Seriously, take them all out. God. Yeah, well, they're fucking suing his ass because of it. All the employees are like, oh, bitch. You yeah, can't do let's that. go. Mm-hmm. So part of the email states, in an effort to place Twitter on a healthy path, we will go through the difficult process of reducing our global workforce. We recognize that this will impact a number of individuals who have made valuable contributions to Twitter, but this action is unfortunately necessary to ensure the company's success moving forward. And in response, like Janelle just said, Twitter employees filed a class action lawsuit late Thursday Asking a judge to declare any firings now would be in violation of California and federal law, in part because there was insufficient notice. So reports state that Twitter has lost about half of its staff in the cuts, with some stating around 3,700 people have been let go. That's That's insane. Huge amount. But then on Monday morning, it was announced that the company is now reaching out to dozens of employees who lost their jobs and is asking them to return. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, wait, fuck, we actually need you. Sorry. (laughs) Hmm. So some of those who are being asked to return were laid off by mistake, I guess. How does that even happen? My bad. Yeah. (laughs) Others were let go before management realized that their work and experience may be necessary to build new features that Elon envisions. Guy's an idiot. Turns out you need people to work (laughs) for you to get things done. Guy's an idiot. Mm. He's like, oh, whoops. So then the latest drama that has been happening on Twitter is tons of people have been changing their, um, you know, their Handle. display picture and display name to Elon Musk and making it look like they are him. And because of that, a lot of their tweets are going viral and they're saying all kinds of shit. It's really wild. Um, oh, my God. I mean, just really trolling the dude. So he was not happy about that. And he said that there will be a new permanent ban policy for people who are impersonating and not making it clear that it's a parody account yeah, in their bio. Exactly. At first he was like, basically, as long as you say it's a parody, yeah. then whatever. But people were doing that and still getting yeah. banned. Yeah. I mean one of them being Ethan Klein. Oh yeah. <laughs> Ethan Klein's permanently suspended. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. I know. What a legend. So it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, but I have a feeling that Twitter's just gonna go down. I don't. Really? No. All right. Well, I'll have to I don't see. Think so. I think people are going to be all pissy about it for a few months and then forget about it. I think it'll just be another thing. We should start a new Twitter. Okay. What do we want to call it? Let's Um, think of something better than new Twitter. Shitter. (laughs) (laughs) Shitter. Welcome Um, to Shitter. How about Bark? Woof. 
Whoa. Oh, you've been seeing fucking The Office. That's an office joke. No. Did you watch oh, any more of it? Fuck. Damn, Janelle, you had a whole week of being sick. There were even comments that were like, I hope Janelle's at home watching The Office while she's sick. No, because I needed a comfort show, and that's not one of them. <laughs> okay. Guys, well, I freaking forgot. I was hoping you would just not bring it up as soon as you started ever talking again. going down the, the office path just now. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, there's this guy on it that tries to create a wolf platform. Yeah, well, so should we call like it way before woof. that? Did you guys woof today? Did you see the woof I made? Yeah. See, it could work. It could be a good thing. The mm. woof. The woof. The meow. Huh? We could call it meow. Meow. Like the yeah. meow. Did you the... see my meow? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> the ribbit. I mean, it's not hard. I feel like someone could make a good Twitter and we could all get on there and it'd be way better. Mm. Without mm-hmm. Elon. Elon's banned. Elon is mm. not invited. No. Damn, how rude. Mm. Yeah, no, fuck Elon. So you're not off the hook with The Office, man. I know. I Next week, know. I want to expect those three episodes to be watched. You got to get through season one. Okay. I promise you I <laughs> you will. You can do it. But then season we two is better. Yeah. And then season three is amazing. I, I love how in everyday life, people just assume that everyone watches The Office because literally... Mm-hmm. This weekend, I was getting a wax, and she and my waxer just started like going off talking about. It. She's like, "Yeah, you know, something, something, you know, how he has hair like this type of hair, like that's." What, I don't know. She's talking about someone she knew for that was being someone from the office for Halloween, and I just just had to like cut her off, and I was like, "I don't watch the office. I don't See, know what you're talking me about." Me forcing you to do this is me trying to help you survive in the world. <laughs> you are such a care. Thank you. Caring person. Yes, I am. <laughs> yes, I am. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Okay, you know who's not a very caring person? Mm-hmm. Miss Caitlyn Jenner. Miss motherfucking Caitlyn. We got a bone to pick with you this week. God, this bitch sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, literally so just over. when I couldn't dislike her anymore. She does Proof really wrong. zing. This one is wild. This is way worse than I think anything she's ever said. Oh, I agree. Might be her most cringeworthy moment of all time. Okay, so this story starts off with a girl named Dylan Mulvaney. And she is a TikToker who has gone really viral and has gained a lot of followers because she has actually kind of been documenting her journey um, transitioning. And so she gets on Twitter or TikTok every day and it's kind of like day 28 as mm-hmm. being a girl, day 29. And just is has been really, really open and super transparent about her entire journey transitioning, which is so cool. And recently she actually got to meet with President Biden at a mm-hmm. youth summit and interview him, which was so cool to see someone who is so young and so powerful being able to connect with the president who mm-hmm. is very old and in a much different generation. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, and I was actually like, pretty impressed with the bides and what he had to say yeah, for himself. Yeah, he did all right. He yeah, did all right. all right. Yeah, this she was very well spoken and yes. how nerve wracking. Oh, dude, the I can't of eyes imagine. that are going to be on you. I mean, damn. Yeah. Um, we have a clip, right? Uh, well, I don't think we can play it. <sighs> yeah, guys, YouTube's getting really tight with copyright stuff, which is starting to piss me off. Yeah, it's really annoying because we have so many things we have to edit out. Check. We always like if we want to watch something, we upload it ahead of time and kind of check if it's going to get flagged. And then usually it doesn't. So we'll play it. And then like two weeks later, it gets flagged. And so then we have to deal with it after. And it's just, yeah. And sometimes it ends up getting blocked worldwide. So we have to go back and take it out. So fucking annoying. It's really irritating. So Mm -hmm. I don't know, but we do have some overall quotes. 
Um, So one of the things that she said was many states have lawmakers that feel like they can involve themselves in this very personal process. Do you think states should have the right to ban gender affirming health care? And Bide says, I don't think any state or anybody should have the right to do that as a moral question and as a legal question. I think it's just wrong. She also asked how Democrats in general can advocate for trans people more effectively. And Biden said, being seen with people like you. I mean it. I genuinely mean it. People fear what they don't know, which is so true. Mm-hmm. Like, it is. Why are humans so scared of the unknown the, of the unknown are things that they're not personally familiar with i'm like time to fucking grow up and learn about some shit like i know it's pathetic it's so fucking annoying anyways um so after this interview her of course her tiktoks were really starting to be discovered by a lot of the republican party and specifically by tennessee republican senator Marsha blackburn who shared a clip from the TikToker series where Dylan is talking about going to the mall in shorts and noticing that people were, quote, staring directly at her crotch because her crotch doesn't look like other women's crotches sometimes. And this was an older clip, but again, it kind of like resurfaced because Marsha like found it and decided to be a fucking bitch about it. Yeah. <laughs> frankly. Putting it lightly. Yeah. Yeah. She um, says... Dylan Mulvaney, Joe Biden, and the radical left-wing lunatics want to make this absurdity normal and then shared the tiktok mm-hmm. yeah so basically fuck i'm like first off you don't even know what you're talking about the clip itself was her just being transparent of like as a transgender woman when i'm walking around the mall with pants on like there's a bull i don't get it like there, there's a bulge and just being very open about yeah, it yeah just being open and trying to normalize mm-hmm. what so many individuals are going through yeah. and of course this is where Caitlyn Jenner gets involved here. Okay. So, so do we she, need a reminder on Caitlyn Jenner? Oh God. She's a transgender woman herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who has had a horrible track record of standing up for her own community and has made things a lot Which harder. So disappointing because she has been a celebrity for decades. I mean, she was extremely successful athlete in the Olympics. She was very public about her transition. And like I said, she has so much power. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know if any of you watched. Well, I'm sure some of you out there have. But her. Did you watch her show? Yeah, I did. What was it called again? I am Kate. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. It's really unfortunate because she could have done so much good for this community. And the people on the show were like trying to help her. Yeah. She just was not getting it. No. Couldn't get it through a thick skull. So she hops on Twitter and retweets Marsha's tweet saying, Marsha Blackburn, thank you for speaking out and having a backbone. One of the best senators we have. Let's not, quote unquote, normalize any of this, any of what this person is doing. This is absurdity. <laughs> I'm sorry, but bitch. is this not just hilarious? What the fuck are you talking about? Literally. What are you talking about? Oh, well, this is where it gets even worse, because then... Kaylin follows up with another tweet on 1026 saying, quote unquote, he is talking about his penis. What the fuck? You think you're the only person you're that entitled? You think you're the only person who is allowed to get gender reassignment surgery and be referred to as the pronouns that you want? Everyone else fuck them. Like what? What are you even getting at? You sound so 
Oh my God. She I don't then, even know how to put it into words. It is so frustrating. It's it gets so worse. upsetting. Yeah. yeah. So she doesn't stop there. Then on the 27th, she tweets, there is a difference between acceptance and tolerance and normalizing it, exposing your genitals in a public way, in a public place. I do not support that at all in the slightest. Dylan, congrats on, congrats, you're trans with a penis. Dude, okay. shut the fuck up. She's not normalizing, exposing her genitals. She's trying to normalize the fact that this is what transgender folks go through, or this is some of the things that some people go through and just trying to make it less taboo. And I would assume make other people, I'm sure she's not the only transgender woman who has experienced something like this. And by her speaking out on it, I'm sure that she has made other folks who are also going through this feel so much less alone and less like embarrassed or ashamed or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And helping other people (sighs) who are not exposed to this in their lives. Right you know, more familiar with it. It's so fucking annoying. So basically, after Kaylin tweets this, um, Dylan goes on TikTok and responds with a five-minute video. And it mm-hmm. was so Very well. well-spoken. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I think was the most interesting part, and I'll read this quote, she says, Hi, Caitlin, I'm Dylan. And we are two of the most privileged trans women in America at the moment. And with that comes a lot of responsibility. Amen. And although we have very different views on most things, a few days ago, I probably would have still been willing to sit down with you and try to connect with you in some way because I automatically have a lot of respect for you as a fellow trans woman. But then you decide to ridicule me very publicly. Um, She also added that calling me a he is terrible and said Caitlin implied that Dylan... Um, was a creeper flasher exposing myself. I mean, there's many shocking elements to this, but calling her a he, saying his, is so offensive and so fucking bizarre that you think you're the only person that is entitled to being able to be referred to as the pronouns that you want. And of course, Caitlin had the most privileged experience Mm -hmm. that very few, like maybe 1% of transgender people actually get, you know, all the money in the world to transition, all the publicity and public support, all of the, you know, she got, was she on the cover of Vogue? And I don't remember exactly, but big magazines and a huge interview with, uh, Mm -hmm. what's her name? Uh, Diane. Diane Sawyer. Is that her name? Yep. Yeah. Fucking Diane. I mean, yeah, she got yeah, she got a lot of publicity and a lot of opportunity. Experience. And also she's got so much money to have the opportunity to get whatever mm-hmm. surgery procedure she wants. And a lot of people do not have that opportunity or simply do not want to go through the surgery. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't be bashing on someone for having a different experience than you. Now, one thing I will say is after that tweet came out on, on Caitlin's uh, profile that was misgendering Dylan. She did say that uh, that was actually someone on her team and that it was handled internally. But I'm like, come on. It sounds like a come cop on. out. Who the yeah. fuck's on your team? Someone on my team called Dylan He. That was re- that was regretted and has been handled internally. I'm like, what a uh, lame way to even, even if you're going to try to go with that right. line. It's regretted. It's just the fuck so up. bad. Well, and with her track record, it's not shocking, honestly. No. Okay, one really quick before we go past this, I want to say a few more points that Dylan said in her TikTok. One of them being, I'm just curious, if you think back to your early days of transitioning and being embarrassed about your body or having strangers give you dirty looks. Exactly. Like you were in her shoes at Mm -hmm. one point. Like people who are transitioning, everyone starts somewhere and and has like must have some type of experience like Mm -hmm, that or mm -hmm. some type of Mm -hmm. just... 
it pisses me off so much. Yeah, so many people that don't have the privilege to automatically go get the surgeries right. that they want that you were able to get immediately as soon as you wanted to. She says, that's why I made this video because I was embarrassed and I wanted to reclaim my body in a positive way. And now you're taking that and you've turned it into something ugly. Mm. It's just sad because Caitlin had so much publicity, so many eyes on her and really had a lot of power to mm-hmm. do so much good and she's just completely shit on it so that's excellent well and privacy like her privacy she could do whatever she wanted like after her surgery like she could just yes she didn't have to go out like she was able to yeah or worry about taking work off or raising money for it or she got a camp out in her little totally mansion in malibu Mm -hmm. like on the the beach she got to hide (laughs) all that i mean she is the most privileged trans woman in the Probably world, in I the think, world, because yeah, like, I, I mean, agree. if you think about it, I mean, I have a lot of like friends who are trans and like w- the things that they've told me, like this is just so infuriating because like, I mean, I mean, I've not that I've ever experienced it firsthand, but like with my friends and stuff, the things that they've told me, this is just I'm so angry for them. Like mm-hmm. it makes me so it's it's disgusting and it's so it like. It doesn't I don't so know, hateful. it's so hateful. Yeah, yeah, it's incredibly disappointing and. Unfortunately, not shocking coming from her. No. And I mean, I think we all can see here that, like, what's her fucking thought process here? Clearly, she does not even understand. I mean, how? How can you How can you say the things that you're saying with a straight face and not realize how stupid you look? She also goes on and tweets, I have never received more death threats, death threats on my team or nasty hate mail than this week. It is all... From this so-called inclusive LGBT community, I am so disgusted by the hateful individuals oh, threatening my life up. or giving my opinions on news topics of the day. Blah, You're blah, blah. a hateful Since individual. Since when is different opinion grounds for such hatred and death wishes? Do better. Bitch, you do better. Do better. Shut up. Also, what a fucking hypocrite because you are literally spewing hate to a, a somebody <laughs> who literally like has like she has never in, like has never attacked you has never yeah. done anything like negative towards you she's just a like a creator yeah. on tiktok and like caitlin jenner is the most hypocritical yeah. person ever ever oh my everything god everything she says i mean everything i know she says she's is hypocritical awful. she had the chance to really you know make a statement here to stand up for dylan to put marsha yeah. black why was she like you know dylan and- i may um disagree with you on politics or i may not have agreed with the fact that you met with biden or whatever the fuck but like props to you for being a young voice in our trans community mm-hmm. period shut the fuck up don't say anything mm-hmm. else but of course she had to fucking yeah. spew a bunch of bullshit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and for what like what good is that doing you're not making any good points you're just being nasty hateful and like i mean obviously like people on the right mm-hmm. side are going to take what Caitlyn says and fucking run with it. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, I can't even... That's what she wants. Exactly. No, it's exactly what she wants. She wants to feel like she's part of that community by putting down people that are going through exactly what she went through. And that's the most disgusting thing that you yeah. can possibly do. Disgusting. And, like, not even taking into account, like, like people of color who are trans. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, yeah. they have it, so, like, yeah. harder. They do have it harder than uh, somebody who's white and trans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I can't even, um, like, this is just, this is taking it back, like, 20 steps. Like, yeah. it really like, is. It really, really is. Yeah, it's it's horrific and, um, unfortunately, not shocking. No, um, it's not this shocking. Is pretty much her typical behavior. And I don't think she's going to change. So, no. 
Yep. And just another reason for me to get off Twitter. So I don't have to see dumbasses like this. So fucking annoying. But hell, props to Dylan. Like, yeah. she is a badass. Mm-hmm. The way she responded to this was so mature. Yeah. So, so articulate. Like, yeah. We'll link it below um, mm-hmm. if you haven't seen it. It was really well put. Yeah, it was. But if I could say, like, one thing to her, I would just be like, you are so inspiring. And... What you're doing mm-hmm. is helping so many people. So fuck Caitlyn Jenner, what she has yeah. to say. And thank you. I don't yeah, think she really cares you. what Caitlyn Jenner yeah, probably has to not. say. I mean, but I, I don't know. I feel like, God, I, maybe she's stronger than me. But if I were in her shoes, I'd probably be really hurt by yeah. like one of the most prominent mm-hmm. transgender women in this world mm-hmm. being so nasty yeah. to me Yeah. when I've done nothing wrong to them. <laughs> Ugh, she's just awful. The very last thing that like Dylan did say was she asked her followers to not go after Jenner, oh, like yeah. Caitlyn Jenner. So like the fact that she even had the decency to say, like, still sticking up for her. At the yeah, end of like the day. please don't go and give her hate because of what mm-hmm. she said to me. Also, I just wanted to say I know some of you tend to get angry when we quote get political on our show, but we don't see this type of thing as a political issue. This, this is, is a human, human rights, rights issue, issue, and yeah, we're not gonna be silent on it because some people don't get uncomfy i don't give a when fuck. there's politicians <laughs> involved in the story like this is a human rights issue yeah. and should yeah. have really nothing to do with politics mm-hmm. unfortunately it is and i don't really care yeah, it shouldn't be <laughs> political but we're certainly not the ones making it political yeah anyways we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be back okay um on a lighter note kind of yeah it is lighter but yeah still sucks so light kids. it blew things away <laughs> it flew right out flew the window right out the, literally <laughs> this is horrible though really i'm sorry <laughs> for these people oh my god recently dozens of students may have to retake the sats after their test flew out of the ups truck transporting them dude that is such a nightmare oh, imagine you're like god i finally finished the sat what a bitch that was i'm here watching cartoons on saturday morning your parents come <laughs> in and they're like guess what kid your test flew away you gotta oh, do it again dude, i would be freaking the fuck okay there's this clip from cnn that explains a little bit more let's go ahead and watch it have you ever had that nightmare about having to take a test that yes. you're totally unprepared to take reality might be even worse for a few dozen Hopeful college students from El Paso, Texas, 55 high schoolers who took the SAT exam last month may have to do the whole thing all over again. Yes, that's every student's nightmare. Their tests apparently flew out of the UPS truck that was transporting them. You heard that right. The school district says it is working with the college board, uh, which administers the SATs to determine uh, a remedy for the students. Uh, They will be able to take the ACT, uh, another popularized standardized test next month uh doesn't sound like the dog ate their homework it went out the ups truck um that is so (laughs) shitty dude oh my my god and now they're like well you could take because obviously the sats are only a certain time of year you can't just like take it again yeah um and so now they can say they they took go and take the act which is Oh, that's the alternative. They can't take the SAT. I don't think you can just, I mean, I'm sure you can retake it, but I don't think you can just go in. Like, they have to, there's only certain times per year that you can take these tests. They make an exception. (laughs) This is a big difference. I think they are. That's what what they made it sound like. They're trying to figure out what to do. But in the meantime, I guess they can take the ACT next month, which, yeah, they're still standardized tests. Like, the overall idea, I think, is similar, but they're they're different tests. Like, studying for the SAT versus ACT is different. Well, Certain colleges only look at one or the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that is some bullshit. I just feel like they should all get A's and move on. I'll get the highest. I know it's not I don't A's. know though then because what if someone like straight up was like, I don't give a fuck and just took it. Whatever. It flew out of the truck. But that's not fair because what if someone tried kidding. really hard? I'm just hard? kidding. I know. I know. It's some bullshit. But it's but it really bullshit. unfair because what if you what if you took it and you did a really good job and then you just don't do as well the second right. time? It's a load of what shit. What about man. if it was set up? You think someone did it on purpose because they're like... Oh, the UPS drivers <laughs> like... like Working with one of the kids. Threw it out of the truck. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Like, God, get rid of these. There was this one time... they found them. In my high school or something. When I was in high school, I think someone tried to steal the ACT. Like, test and like... Oh, the Grinch remember. stole the SAT. Yeah, literally. I can't remember exactly how it happened. But yes, and let some drama like that. Uh, did you... You didn't take the SAT, right? No. Yeah, I took the ACT. Yeah, same. And I didn't do that good. I think I got like a 19 on the first one and then a 21 on the second time I took it. Yeah, wasn't I very did good. real bad. Real bad. Can't remember exactly, but it wasn't good. Those things fucking suck. But I still got into college, so yeah, same. I you didn't know, take it again. I think I would be one of the few people who would be okay with this scenario because I have really, really, really bad test anxiety. Same. So I think if I was able to do it again, I think I'd do better. Just mm. But then you have to go through the anxiety again, Carly. Right. Can you imagine, <laughs> oh, like, you're right, you're right. sitting there the night before, uh, going through all that shit again? No, you're right, you're right, you're right. And maybe I, you don't mm. even do any better. You're right. You no, you're know. right, you're right. You never know. You may never know if you did better or worse because the first one was on the <laughs> ground. You'll never so know. horrific. I feel so bad for these students. That is Dude. such a scam. They should all Suck. just be admitted to the to the college of their choice. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and UPS should have to pay them each, like, a dollar. Three thousand dollars. A dollar. <laughs> Three grand. They all get laptops for college. That should be the, the trade off. I'd be jealous as hell then if my test wasn't in that truck. I'd be like, what? You get a new well, MacBook and going to college of your choice? It's not about you. It's about these poor kids that have to do it again. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Or may sucks. not be able to do it. That fucking Ugh. sucks. Nightmare scenario. Especially Shout out if to you're all trying. of you people. I feel so bad for you. A lot of people try to <sighs> uh, get early admission into college. Like mm-hmm. this is the kind of the time and a lot of obviously colleges will yeah. not admit you November. until you get scores and so this is going to delay the scoring which could delay pe- people getting admit admitted into colleges yeah and what if they fill up at certain schools That's what I'm saying. this is some bullshit Ooh. you this, have to pay this for is it a too. big problem what a nightmare yeah you about to pay for it parents. i would I assume you would have gotten refunded they better get that free i know <laughs> Plus three grand Plus for a laptop. Kendall's going to the school right now. Oh my god, this is just unacceptable. I would literally be heartbroken if that happened to me. They should put these in like metal containers. I know, they it's just so dumb. They're able to just fly out of the UPS. <laughs> yeah. What kind of jank shit is that? I'm surprised we're even doing it this old fashioned. Still, you like know. it should all be automated. I understand the tests are on paper. Why not use some type of AI? machine that scans everything in and they should have their results in 20 minutes well sat a lot of it is written portion oh right so you have to okay, literally grade it oh. oh this is such a nightmare i just feel so bad for these kids i know that's fucked. i know it sucks ah. i literally cannot imagine i'd be like all right guess college isn't for me dude it is dumb though there should be a way to take the test via the computer because yeah. when you're taking tests for like, for instance, when I took my test to graduate grad school, um, it was all in the computer in a testing center in, like, yeah. this office building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah why like, we... when John was taking tests for his CPA, it, all that kind of stuff in grad school or certifications, licensure, mm-hmm. that type of shit is all in a testing center. I don't know why they don't have that for high school as well. 
Or why don't high schools have like one of those, you know, because you know how it's the, um, you have to use like the lead because it's whatever Scantron? sensor. Scantron. Yeah. Why don't all schools just have a Scantron? Because it's the freaking essay portion, I think. I don't know. It's so dumb. Yeah, probably the essay portion. It's so dumb. But still, you should ha- be able you to do it on a computer that. and type your essay portion, right? And then it's Nowadays, sent off. Nowadays, you could just take a test. A lot of tests, you know, for online colleges and stuff are done at home and they have software that you download to yeah. take it so that they know if you're you know, bump into other browsers yeah. or um, your eyes are looking at other things. But there's ways they can see. Yeah, I but guess. still, like, you could easily have a computer next to you, someone else's computer. I don't know why I've randomly thought of this, but you could always have someone else's computer. <laughs> of course, you figured or out Chris, ways you like, popped up somewhere Wait. on your phone. I don't freaking know. Oh, man. Don't they make you, good stuff. Don't they make you scan your room, though? Uh, you can a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking about more like for like little, college. Yeah. like goofy tests, oh. not like standardized tests. Goofy tests. <laughs> like, <laughs> your like blackboard quizzes and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, sometimes you do have to like show your room so that you don't have answers mm-hmm. taped up on the wall behind you. But I also think that some law was passed or something that's making it so you can't do that. But what I think is that screw taking it in your house. Go to a computer lab mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and take it there at school. Yeah, and they're on special computers yeah. that automatically lock right. the results, and then they can't fly out of a fucking <laughs> UPS truck. <laughs> what is this? How how did how did it happen? Like, were they all just like fucking willy nilly? Like, in the how fucking windy back of was a- it? Yeah, yeah. And what you else think got they're lost? in a box? Yeah, what else got lost? Was it just the fucking <gasps> test? Yeah, I'm so confusing. Stupid dude. It sounds so. I think they said fifty or so students. So it sounds like a <laughs> like a couple classrooms got screwed. That sucks. Hey, they can they can get their little mint again though. It's fine. Fuck! I hated Screw the ACT. The Fucking hated that stupid test. I was so really bad. I gave up on the last section. When I got to the science section, really? I saw how much reading was involved. I was like, nope. I've done enough here. And you, I tried hard. And you still sc- scored. Yeah. What was your score? I, I know it was like 19 not or something. Good. I, rem- I thought I remembered 21, but I might be giving myself Damn. an extra couple of points. And it could have been like a 19. You freaking got 21 yeah. by guessing science. I tried so yeah. hard and got a 21. Well, I remember I took some type of course and the, the teacher in it told me if you pick doubt, H be? or C oh. the whole way down. So I just HC, 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 HC <laughs> and took a nap after. Still, still did okay. Got into college just fine. Dang. And Smarty that's the pants. Kendall Ray method. Oh my God. You should be a freaking <laughs> I don't tutor. test well. And I'm dyslexic. So that the section, it was the reading. Did I you did ever better in the math. Time? Uh, what? Did you get extra time on it? No, or, no. Did you have a 504 in high school? No, I've talked about this before, oh, right. but I was, I thought it was cringy. Stupid. Damn. Yeah. I waited until college to. No, I milked get the fuck out of that. I didn't get a 504 till junior year when I got diagnosed. And yeah, I remember being like, okay, listen up, bitches. I'm never going to take a test again without extra time. I don't know why I was so cringe about it. I think because I had an IEP all of elementary school and middle school. So people I was made fun so. Of yeah, it. people made fun of me. It was That's a big so thing. Dumb. So when I got to high school, I was like, no, knew me, knew me. no help. <laughs> no. <laughs> Struggle <laughs> on <laughs> it. No extra time. Know. Pick the middle answer every time. That's the new way. <laughs> Shit, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely should have gotten some extra help. It would have been nice sometimes, but I gave Fuck myself extra test. time to do other things. <laughs> That's insane. Kendall, I can't believe that. It's so funny. Hey, I got my degree. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. Amen. <laughs> yeah. C's get uh, degrees. All right. So we've had some LOLs here, but we do need to get into a pretty serious topic mm-hmm. here that we did want to discuss um, because of the bigger issue at hand. 
Um, so we want to talk about Aaron Carter. All right. So this is something that we wanted to touch on because we have a lot of thoughts and we have talked about, you know, the dangers of children in the entertainment business, children on YouTube and monetizing children, you know, at a Mm -hmm. young age and what that can possibly lead to. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, this past Saturday, Aaron Carter, who was so adorable and so, so very talented. I was such a big fan. Sydney was too. Yeah. But unfortunately, he was found dead this last Saturday at his home in California. It sounds like he was found in his bathtub and he was only 34 years old. Mm -hmm. Um, So at 4.03 p.m. Pacific time, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department reported Aaron's house sitter found his body in the bathtub and called authorities and law enforcement said they received a 911 call at 11 a.m. Saturday that a male had drowned in the tub. Um, so for those of you who aren't familiar with Aaron Carter, he was an extremely successful and very talented child musician, pop star, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. Um, he called himself a rapper, or at least yeah. on one interview I watched. Well, recently. when he was younger, he yeah. was you know more of a pop star. But yeah, now he considers himself a rapper. He is the younger brother of Nick Carter, for those of you who don't know, who is part of the Backstreet Boys, who is kind of in that whole era. And man, he had so many bops. I just remember, I I used to fall asleep to Radio Disney every night. It was really bad. I don't, honestly, how do you fall asleep to that? It's so not relaxing in any way. But No, it was lit though. <laughs> how many Disney. nights I fell asleep listening to Aaron Carter songs? I cannot even tell you. Um, there's so many good ones. We were showing Carly this morning because she's such a young one. She didn't really know. <laughs> no, I, yeah, he was a little bit before my time, yeah. unfortunately. Yes, um, but we had to show you How, how I Beat Shaq. Oh, I loved that song. The classic. It's, it's a bop. so good. You got to watch the rest of the video later. It's so good. I, I mean, the, the way the song ends and everything, it like turns out it's all a dream. It's it's written so well. You just spoiled it for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Sorry. Well, you're only like 25 years too late, so <laughs> too bad. <laughs> Um, but he had some he had some other great ones. I want candy. I loved that one. Um, that Aaron's house one. party. Oh yeah. And a lot of his story or a lot of his songs were really cute. They would tell kind of stories. And I just remember I was playing them earlier. So many times listening in the car and like trying to kind of make music videos in my head, mm-hmm. playing out the words of what were what was happening. And he was just so so skilled. And it's very sad. He started his career at age six. You guys. That's wild. imagine the pressure and what that does to you. So Aaron Carter had several siblings. Like we said, Nick Carter, he's 42. His twin sister, Angel Carter Conrad, um, also Bobby Jean Carter, who's 40. And then they had a sister named Leslie Carter, who died of a drug overdose back in 2012 at age 25, That's which was so very sad. hard on Aaron. Um, mm-hmm. He's talked about that in several interviews, just how much that had an effect on him like two siblings going yeah. at such a young age yeah it's just heartbreaking and you know he has a twin too which i can't imagine how she's feeling that's got to be so oh so hard you know i mean their whole family is probably really going through it right now mm. uh nick carter said i will miss my brother more than anyone will ever know he also said i love you chiz i think that's like a nickname for him now you get a chance to finally have some peace that you can never find here on earth god please take care of my baby brother his twin sister, Angel, also posted on Instagram honoring her brother. 
She said to my twin, I loved you beyond measure. You will be missed dearly, my funny, sweet Aaron. I have so many memories of you and I, and I promise to cherish them. I know you're at peace now. I will carry you with me until the day I die and get to see you again. Gosh, she posted these little pictures of him. He looks about, what, two or three? Yeah. So cute. You know. He was such a beautiful child. I know. And So sad. Yeah, there was um, an interview he did a while ago that I was kind of revisiting last night. I had watched a lot of Aaron Carter clips and learned about him a bit more when I did that video on... What's that dude's name? It's, I'm blanking. Oh, on. the boy band video? What the yes. fuck is his name? What's the guy? You don't freaking remember his the name. The billionaire band or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. What is Lou that Pearlman. Lou, yes. Nasty motherfucker. So, he, yeah. He's a long story, but Aaron had always been defending him, and mm-hmm. I was very curious about why, and I kind of, you know, had listened to this interview before, but I, you know, obviously now I'm listening to it with new ears last night. And it was very interesting just kind of what he went through um, as a child star. He said I mean, that he like started said, when he yeah. was six. That's wild. What the six. hell was I doing at six? Like, try and place yourself to be working. I had no concept of, like, anything mm-hmm. when I was six. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he always saw his older brother already in it. I believe he started before him, if I remember right from his interview. Um, he also talked about how he had great parents but what got in the way was money, cosmetics, superficialities, and fame. And he went on to talk something about Coogan Law. Mm-hmm. Um, this was created in 1939. It's a law applica- applicable to child performers. It's designed to safeguard a portion of their earnings for when they reach 18 and protect them from child exploitation and abuse. But he basically said, my parents tried to get around this, though. Mm-hmm. And that when he turned 18, he got hit with $7.5 million of taxes that his parents didn't pay when he was 11 or 12. Um, so he was kind of thrust into the real world very quickly and had to deal with a lot of financial issues. He worked on um, Broadway and wasn't making that much doing that. And yeah, it's kind of like out of his Broadway. wheelhouse. Yeah, he had to relearn how to sing. He was talking a lot about that on the um, No Jumper podcast. Mm-hmm. Which he did recently. Yeah. He, I mean, I think it was recorded about three weeks ago, but it was just posted. Four days. Well, yeah. now that you're watching this, probably about a week ago. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Yeah. So he, it was, I think his last interview. He was, yeah, he was saying how working on Broadway was totally not his thing and that he really had to like change his voice for it. And it mm-hmm. wasn't even, it was off Broadway, at least the Fantastics, what Kendall was just talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Because he was like desperate for money once he turned 18 because yeah. the courts were trying to take all of his trust because of the taxes and everything. Yeah, and, so he got completely screwed. Yeah. Um, not to mention probably all of the horrific things he went through throughout his childhood. Yeah. Um, he did also in the Vlad interview, he didn't specify what exactly happened, but he did say that he had experienced child, uh, he'd uh, experienced sexual abuse, mm-hmm. um, which is very common in that industry yeah um plus he talked about how hard it was for him to get into the real world and to kind of lose the amount of fame that he had you Mm -hmm. know he was so popular he went platinum four times that's crazy yep he i mean he was extremely successful and that's all he knew i mean as soon as his memory probably started he was famous and kind of having to become a regular regular person was really hard for him because he really you know money and success and fame was all he ever knew and that was his self-worth so without that uh 
it got really hard. And, you know, obviously we know that Aaron Carter struggled with addiction um, and mental illness. And it's been really sad to watch this play out over the last couple of years. He's been, or it might even just be the last year or so, but I've been watching here and there for the past year, him do these live streams on TikTok and he did them all the time. I think he said he does them pretty much every day. And every time I would come across them, I would kind of like hang out for a sec and read some of the comments. And it was just so much bullying. And I mean, people were brutal. Not even brutal. And I mean, obviously, he's struggling with mental illness and addiction right in front of the whole world. And and a lot. I mean, obviously, people have many thoughts on him and things that he's done, things that he's said. I'm not defending any of it. But I just think it is so such a bad look and such a gross way to be to make fun of an addict. I think there's really no situation where that ever makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and as someone who has, gosh, five, six or more addicts in my family um, that I've watched their lives just be destroyed. Um, it's just, it's so sad to see to see it end this way. Yeah. Which I knew, I'm sure his family kind of always thought that this could happen, but it doesn't make it any easier. No, of course not. It's horrible. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's very sad to see the way that things ended for him. And especially watching that interview with Adam 22, No Jumper, mm-hmm. it's just, you can just tell what a bad place he was in. Mm-hmm. He had recently lost custody of his only son um that seemed to be really hard on him and yeah he was in like a domestic dispute yeah with yep. his partner mm-hmm. and yeah just overall I, I think he was going through a lot and you can tell watching that old interview that you were talking about that was posted years back he did a, another interview on no jumper three years that's ago. that's what it was right right very different very very different. very different you can just tell i mean i'm not sure yeah, what we don't was, know his personal life. Yeah, so. and I don't want to speculate on what he was on or not on, but it seemed very different. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's been struggling. He's been struggling for a long time. And I just think as a society, we really need to change the way that we treat child stars. Yeah. We need to see them as victims. And, and just the amount of bullying and hatred that was being sent his way in the end of his life as he was like clearly trying to get back to where he was and he had this he really did have an incredible love for music and was still making music Mm -hmm. until he passed and you know people just ripped him just ripped him and i know a lot of the things he said was cringy and you know there's things that he did they're very questionable but i mean these these child stars go through so much they end up so incredibly damaged and for us to kind of just poke fun at them yeah it's so sick and now all these people are coming around and feeling bad about it. Mm-hmm. It's just like, where were you when we were watching him publicly struggle on these live streams and throughout the years and these interviews and, oh God, look at how bad Aaron Carter's ended up. I mean, it's it's disgusting. I know, it's really sad. And he's not the only person that gets that type of attention. I mean, even like, for example, Britney Spears, like so many people were mm-hmm. hating on her for years while oh, yeah. she was struggling. Miley Cyrus, like tons of these child stars. And people still are hating on oh, Britney yeah. and like, you know, questioning it. Yeah, Amanda Bynes. Yep. Um, I wish Aaron talked a lot about her. It's, she was someone that he dated. He dated, well, he said dated, you know, Amanda Bynes, uh, Hilary Duff, mm-hmm. Lindsay Lohan, 
And, you know, a lot of them have struggled. Um, one person he kept talking about was Orlando Bloom from That's So Raven. He's really had a hard time. Mm-hmm. Orlando Bloom was on That's So Raven? No, sorry, Orlando, Orlando Bloom. Bloom. No, sorry, I am wrong. <laughs> I was like, Orlando what? Brown. Oh, okay. Orlando Brown. I, was I, like, I apologize. Am I lost? Because <laughs> I love <laughs> that show. <laughs> he had all some sneak appearances. I was like, the fuck? No, Orlando Brown has yes. had a really tough time. Yep. Um, and Aaron has talked a lot about him. Yeah, I mean, when you're thrown into fame at such a young age, Mm -hmm. when you don't even know who you are yourself, and you have all these expectations, not just put on yourself, but also think about it. A lot of these people were the ones making all this money and bringing in all this money and putting this lifestyle in the hands of like their parents too. Yeah. You know, a lot of these people, their their parents didn't have money growing up and then all of a sudden they get a bunch of money, but then mm-hmm. it's really the kids who are making them all this money. And mm-hmm. so not only do you have pressure to perform yourself, but then also pr- keep performing well so that you can sustain this lifestyle that you've yeah. built not only for yourself, but also for your parents and your whole family. Yes. It's just the insane amount of pressure at such a young age and how impressionable you are and also how disgusting Hollywood is and how much they take advantage of young child stars and knowing that because they're young that they can get away with a lot of shit mm-hmm. and a lot of these things that happen to these kids like the kids don't aren't really you know aware enough of what's happening that they're being abused Mm-mm. whether that's sexually financially mentally whatever yeah we're all above yeah and you know they're not going to come out and talk about it because what happens if they talk about it well then they could lose their job and then what do they do you know yeah it's this toxic cycle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yeah it just it sounds like i mean really what he went through kind of set him up for failure the rest of his life and you got to wonder if he was a child star and went through that if he wasn't mm-hmm would he still be here and alive today? Probably. Yeah, it's really and it's sad. like, what's, you know, it's such a huge sacrifice. And for him to not even have a choice or be able to consent to what he was about to get into before he did is just so incredibly unfortunate. Um, even towards the end, he was still defending uh, Lou Pearlman. I which, know. Who really knows um, what happened or, you know, Aaron did. I know a lot of people don't like Aaron because he kind of dismissed a lot of people who spoke out against Lou Pearlman and kind of accused them of making it up. Um, but he, I mean, how can you even judge the way everything that he said? Because he doesn't, he, uh, it's just, it's such, such a, like you, we don't have to excuse the poor things that he said in order to still, right. You know, right. Feel upset okay. that Thank this, you. that it ended in this way. Yeah. And that it's horrific. You know, his struggle was still valid despite, you know, yeah, he said some things that I definitely don't agree with, but mm-hmm. I think it was clear that he has been struggling for a long time. Yeah. Um, And it just turned out this way. And it's so sad because look, kind of looking at the bigger picture, and I know we've talked about this, but I still, I can't help but go back to this whole thing of like, now, not only do we have child stars that in the traditional sense of like Hollywood, but now we have these child stars of youtubers and all Mm -hmm. this social media yeah yep and recently actually i came across this tiktok of Mm -hmm. this woman who claims that some popular youtubers kid who is on the internet came and basically wrote to her saying how horrible it is and how much they hate 
being a public figure and how they feel abused and mm-hmm. um you know this person was anonymous and again there's no way to like prove that this was real but it just i'm sure whether or not this really was real there are definitely kids yeah. who are in this position that feel like they're being taken advantage of and i don't want to say it's almost worse but i think it's different because of the fact that their lives are being filmed at home 24 7 sometimes like yeah. they get no break like yeah. you wake up there's a camera in your face yeah, you totally. go to downstairs to get a box of bowl of cereal there's a camera in your face you're having a meltdown at home there's a camera in your face like and it's your parent is your the parent camera. yeah yeah it's it's so bizarre and you know we've just seen a few of them start mm-hmm. talking about it but imagine how many more mm-hmm. will talk about how it's affected them or children that are on reality tv Gosh, Josh and I watched this show, uh, Sister Wives, about oh, yeah. um, Cody Brown. He's got Bunch four wives. wives. Yeah. yeah, well, one just one took off. She's done with his ass. Good nope. for her. Christine, I like her. Anyway, these they're so um, they hold back nothing. Like they have been in the last season recording their kids' reactions to their parents divorcing. And it is so alarming to see this play out. Um, these really sad moments. This girl, one of their daughters, was driving away from her childhood home and leaving. And their, her parents are separating. Life, as she noticed, completely changing. And they're literally filming her. There's a camera in the car and she's sobbing as she's driving away. And I just felt so bad for her in that moment. Like, those are moments she can never get back. God. The whole world has seen it. I mean, that show has been, how long have they been on the air? Like, oh, over Sister 10 Wives years. has been on for ever and they really it's not very edited it seems like they are i mean recently during the pandemic dude they were setting up cameras and just filming whole conversations they made the decision to get divorced on camera like they're like all right we got to talk about whether we're going to stay married let's set up the tripod and film it they they really hold back nothing and a lot of it seems to be shot by them now i think from after the pandemic but it's just i bet wild. they i bet contractually they they've signed something that was like big life changes like have to be on yeah. camera or something. Well, I think at this point they don't seem hesitant to do it. I think they know it, it contributes to the success of their show, oh, the sure really no. juicy of details. So they, of course they love it. And they're, they're in financially in deep. I mean, they've got so many kids and like tons of properties and the Damn. amount of money that they must have to, you know, keep their lives going. It's, yeah, it's been going on since 2010. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's almost and 13 years. Think of how many kids. I think there's... um. Yeah, I was going to say how 15 many... 15-something. Between 15 and 20. Damn. Wow. Between kids all of them. That are, yeah, that are now going to be in this world that have no choice, you know? Well, imagine you're born and your family's already been on TV for the last 10 years. 18 kids. 18. And it's really sad. A lot of the time, it's clips of the kids talking about how oh, they don't feel like they get enough attention from their dad or... It's it's sad. That show moments. used to be talking the about the private therapist, not a producer. Yeah, yeah. It's honestly wild. It's so sick. Like <sighs> how far we'll go for entertainment, and we're all guilty of it. Like oh, we 100%. all watch, right. you know, even TV. even content on TikTok. There's TikToks with children all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we see this kind of stuff. It's so like ingrained in our reality. How do we back out of it? But what's really wild is when it comes to the internet, there's no rules. Mm-mm. There's nothing put in place. I mean, there's not great laws and rules put into place for child stars on TV yeah. and movies, but there's literally nothing. No. Those are all those are non existent. Yeah. For the because it's kids. so new. Like, yep. you know, you just monetize your child. 
That's fucking wild. Yeah. And is. like the fact that, I mean, with like with the um, Coogan law, Co- yeah. Coogan law, I think part of it was they had to set aside a certain amount of money per, you know what I mean? Yes. And with cha- mm-hmm. like child stars online on the internet, yep. there's, I mean, no their regulation. parents can literally spend every single dime of that of their money. Mm-hmm. And when the kids turn 18, they'll literally have nothing, yep. which I think, which is what the Coogan law, how it started. Yeah. Um, I was reading that it was um, Charlie Chapman, um, one of the kid actors in that his mom spent everything and left him with nothing the time, by the time he turned 18. And so, I mean, Terrible. We're, I think this is just a matter of time before something with a, like a child's vlogger, vlogger, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. online child. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's only a matter of time before something like this comes out like that. There, there needs to be change. There has to be change. Yeah. I mean, how long is this going to continue? I guess it's going to take multiple people, you know, speaking out against it one day hopefully there'll be some type of regulation put in place because there's only more and more people that are doing it well i think because of the fact that this whole idea of vlogging kids and that type of stuff Mm -hmm. is so new that most of these kids are not even 18 yet but Mm -hmm. i think we're finally it's been going on long enough for a handful of people start to turn 18 and kind of realize like what the fuck i've been online my whole life Mm -hmm. and like Oh, because of this successful vlogging family, yeah. we have a huge house and all these yeah. fun vacations. Mm-hmm. And like, where's my, mo-? you know, and I'm hoping that some parents are putting aside trust sure for their kids. Are. I'm yeah. sure they're, but then I'm sure some aren't. Oh, and they're yeah. I don't know. I think it's going to be really messy here in a few years. Yeah, I completely agree. And seeing how things ended for Aaron, is just, oh, it's just so sad, man. It's so sad looking back at these clips of him when he was younger and, and seeing how things ended up and. I mean, we don't know exactly how he passed, but just just his life yeah. in the end as a whole was very sad, and he went through a lot of pain. I just I I feel very very sorry for him, and sorry that so many people just bullied him and judged him from afar without even under having any understanding for everything that he had been through. Mm-hmm. It's just it's very 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 sad. I'm just looking up some last minute updates that have come out oh. it says los angeles county coroner's office performed an autopsy on the singer oh. um and i don't think it has come out exactly like what they found or what really his cause of death was and just a reminder guys we do film this show three days before it goes out so we might be there might be updates and if that's the case we'll have them linked i can't even imagine like that that culture shock of being in a position where you're so mm-hmm famous and you're so well known mm-hmm. and then you turn 18 and like your parents aren't responsible for mm-hmm. you anymore mm-hmm. then you're in the real world and like yeah. it all has it all comes it's, it's all reality and it's just can't even imagine that culture shock and yeah i mean i mean we've we've seen it with other celebrities as well you know what i mean oh, like totally yeah yeah it seemed like aaron was very desperate to find out who he was and like really figure find you know because he was told his entire childhood who he was and like, right. he never That's a great had, point Right. He never had the opportunity to be himself and grow as a person. Like he was, yeah. I mean, he was made. Like they he was made, made him. He's like manufactured, he like yeah. morphed him into exactly who they want. Uh huh. And then he was tossed to the side when he wasn't making more too money. Old. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. It's honestly reminds you of like circus animals. Like yeah, just yeah that's a good point. When you're young, to morph you it's who you want, point. and then you're like done. Well, whatever. Yeah. Go off and do it. Like we don't care about you anymore. Yeah. We don't. And they're not going to laugh at you while you struggle right. in front of everyone. 
yeah. make fun of you. And I'm on TMZ, so again, this could be f- totally wrong, but they said along with the compressor, they also found prescription pills, and it seems as though he had been in the bathtub for a while. Um, apparently, we're told the housekeeper didn't see Aaron all day Friday and Saturday morning. She went to his bedroom door to see if he wanted coffee. She heard his dog inside the bedroom going crazy because he had a service dog. So she opened the door and found Aaron's body in the tub. Law enforcement believed that Aaron's body was in the tub for a long time as there was a smell of decomposition and the water had turned an unnatural color and the jets were still running. Oh, that is so, so, so Mm. sad. Mm. God, he loved that dog, man. Yeah. His dog was everything to him. Hate that. Well, I know this was a very intense topic and... We try to keep it lighter in the sesh and have fun. This is definitely our place to have fun. But there was a lot of things today that we wanted to discuss that are more serious. And this is something we really wanted to touch on. I know. Um, because this is, you know, a bigger issue here. Yeah, I think we've, totally. we've got to learn from things like this. You know, we've got to discuss it. And it's uncomfortable and sad. But, you know, how, how else are things going to change if we don't remember what people like Aaron have gone through and how it led them to a horrible ending? It's just incredibly tragic yeah i feel very sorry for you know his um his i think i'm not sure if they're married i don't think they're married yeah, i think he's girlfriend significant other partner someone his significant other his kid his son his siblings his kid's not yeah. 11 months old mm-hmm. mm. yeah i mean a lot of people are in a lot of pain right now so we just send our love and support to them he also mentioned in the interview that um in the podcast that he he kind of insinuated maybe they're expecting another kid. I have no idea if that's true or not, but like, oh, oh my God, it's so sad if that's true. Yeah, his son, I mean, really will never get to know his dad at all. It's just terrible. Just a little side note, I'm reading something else here again that said police were warned about Aaron Carter. He's inhaling computer duster, like those little can things oh. that dust air, that blow out a bunch of air it's so sad a lot of people did speak out though and say like some really beautiful things like Lindsay lohan mm-hmm. talked about it um hillary duff spoke out yeah you know he was so in love with hillary duff oh they were a little couple that's so cute they were so cute there's Aww. a clip of him on um her show man i just can't believe it god so it's crazy man very like, tragic hollywood is I feel like on the outside, you think like, oh, I would love to be famous mm-hmm. and in Hollywood mm-hmm. and like be a A-list celebrity. But then I feel like we kind of dehumanize them and think like, oh, well, they're rich and famous. So who gives a fuck? Like they yeah. can go through anything if they're going through hard times. And people are like, oh, well, you're famous. So whatever. Yeah. I'm like, yep. mm, they're still human at the end of the day. Yeah. Like mental health doesn't discriminate. So We'd probably trade it all for a normal life and to feel loved and yeah. secure. Definitely. So obviously... By the time this goes up, there probably will be some other updates. Um, but either way, we just wanted to talk about this topic as a whole. Speaking of child stars, have you guys seen Selena's new uh, documentary? Or no. I think it's a documentary. I've wanted to see it. What I haven't it? watched it yet. I, had, I hadn't even seen the trailer for it. I didn't hear much about it. You told me about it. Yeah, a while I mean, ago. I just started it. I haven't finished yet, but it's really good. Is it on Netflix? I've heard it's yeah. really good. Is it multiple yeah. parts? No, it's so. just one like mm. video i love when they when celebrities come out with like the, their own documentaries and kind of like they're like tell-all type stuff oh i'm sure is it, it is so interesting is it called my mind in me is this it oh yeah wait maybe that's apple tv so it go it follows her through a six-year period of her career 
Wow. Her struggles with fame and physical and mental well-being in the wake of her diagnosis with lupus and bipolar disorder. Oh, very interesting. I did I not know she love had bipolar disorder. Selena Gomez. Yeah, I do too. I think she is so freaking talented and adorable. Did you guys watch... Um, was it the way really plays her? Oh, you well, yeah. hell yeah. Okay. No. You did? I was a little too old. Yeah. yeah. You weren't into Wizards? I, I liked it. Was. I loved Wizards. I was I definitely too old. That. Well, I guess you're never too old to watch whatever you want. But yeah, yeah. I was definitely on the, like, I remember on the older side, but I still loved it. It was yeah, like my I missed prime. all of that, like Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, Camp Rock, that whole era. Camp Rock I was, I was into. I was into MTV only at that point. Oh, she MTV. was a teenager. She was a teen. <laughs> Got it. But I love Selena. She's incredible. Great voice. Such a great. I mean, she's an example of someone who I think she seems to have a lot of good support in her life. I mean, I haven't seen the documentary, but yeah, I think for the most part, I mean, it's really, I don't know. I got emotional last night. She's been through a lot. She's a yeah. really tough like woman, I mean, now I'm mean, just where she started and everything where she, mm. her background and where she comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'm I'll really interested to see what you guys think. I definitely need to check that out. I loved uh, Demi Lovato's documentary. I watched oh, it like three times. It was same. so good. Yeah. I need to watch Selena Gomez's because I've been waiting for it to come out for a while. Too. I've been excited for that. So, yeah. All right. <laughs> Heavy sesh today, you guys. Um, Heavy sesh. Yeah. Lots of lots of things lots to discuss. of things of course we want to know your thoughts on everything so yeah. leave us a comment will you be Let spending eight bucks a month for <laughs> freaking twitter verification <laughs> kendall will not you so you say like when no. it's expired you're not the blue ch- or the check you just got you're not going to keep i kind of think you Do will. have to commit I right have, now i have a feeling you mm, will my manager might want me to so I can't speak yet. Blame it on that's the manager. Stupid. Eight bucks. Come on. <laughs> and you just got it too. I know. I just <laughs> it took so long. I know. They kept denying me for a long time. Twitter's hard to get verified. I had on. to have like some news articles after well, I had more. my uh the billboard in LA. I think that kind of sent They're it. They're like, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> You're legit. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Now Elon's like, mm, gives a fuck. Maybe yeah. I'll purchase. Just kidding. <sighs> no, because I don't want my eight bucks going to Elon. I just annoying. don't even really enjoy the app anymore. Damn, it's so sad. I know. I used to love Would it. Would you pay money to use TikTok? What if TikTok stopped being free and you had to like pay money to be verified? Are you verified That's on TikTok? Stupid. I don't think so. I don't really use TikTok. That's true. I don't think I'm verified. What about, would you pay to be verified on Instagram? Uh, see my question. thing is like i feel like the this is a whole other tangent i'm getting into but overall i feel like if you're gonna pay to be verified yeah then anyone can do it so then why who cares about being verified that's what i'm saying it takes it away i'm not trying to sound like other people shouldn't have the privilege of being verified and should only be for public figures but <laughs> it's the only reason i would want to be verified is because no one can that way people know it's me yeah and that someone can't impersonate me yeah. but if someone can impersonate, impersonate me and you. pay to impersonate me right. then what's the point yeah so dumb so I can, yeah i, don't I can know. see a lot of scams going on this way that's what i'm oh, saying yeah. that's oh, what yeah. i'm saying um and we already have enough issues with that you know people pretend and even in the youtube comments people oh, make fake accounts totally. for all youtubers and then we get them in ours. to the top on our YouTube channel, we have yeah. people pretending to be I've seen Kendall. It, I've seen it mostly on Mal Hire's channel. We'll have like, oh, we have so like, like uh, message me, you won or whatever. Oh, of course. The yeah. classic. Uh, yep, yep, yep. You won a giveaway. Click this link. Click this link. Yeah, I don't know. Don't click the link. That's the reason why you would want verification. Mm-hmm. And if anyone can just pay for it, then it really defeats the purpose. So I don't know my thoughts on it now. I agree. It just seems stupid. 
Freaking I don't want to pay eight bucks to Elon. That's what I'm saying. Elon doesn't need eight dollars more need, a month. Yeah. So yeah. he's like, we'll make money somehow. Shut the fuck up. You're the richest person in the world. You pay for us all to be on Twitter, you bitch. He's so annoying. He's, the amount of time he spends on there. He's very annoying. And Where's my check, ass. Elon? Yeah, I'm really <laughs> funny on t- Twitter. Where's my check? Yeah, if anyone deserves to be verified, it's fucking Charlie, and he's still waiting here. He doesn't even get a Twitter. He doesn't even have Twitter, folks. He should. He's got plenty oh, of thoughts. Sorry. He's his mother. Charles. Okay, we got to get yeah, this guy to rambling. bed. <laughs> Past your bedtime. Past his bedtime. We will see you guys on the next sesh. But, but until then, then, keep it fresh. fresh. Ooh, that's good. Thank you.